Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is the Sad Girls Podcast. Welcome back. We have Emma Vickers. Emma, say hi to the people. Hello, people. Welcome once again. And we also have the Jillian Purdy. Give it up for Jill. Party. <laughs> all right. In Our this episode. And I oh. Did it. oh, sorry. Do you want me to redo it? I just forgot. I mean, it's fine. It's really it's easy for passed. the prom queen to forget about us little right? people. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, your crown's going to fall off if you keep leaning back like that. <laughs> As we digress, um, in this episode, we will be talking about sex education within the Catholic schools, given that all three of us went to a Catholic grade school and also a Catholic high school. And I went to a Catholic college because I'm holier than all of you. Um, I didn't go to college. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding. Exactly. And <laughs> subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get this party started. Uh, Emma Vickers, would you like to start with our fifth grade sex ed talk? Ali Shermer, I would love to get us started. So my, uh, when I think back on sex education in grade school, the first time it had, like we had a class, I think we had like two days, like after lunch, the girls went in one classroom and the boys went in another And I don't even know who spoke to the boys, but I know all three female teachers and the nurse were in our classroom and the nurse was giving a presentation. (laughs) Like they needed an army. (laughs) Well, I don't know who did the boys. Like, I don't know if they had a man in there. Maybe one of our female teachers was in there, but I don't think so. And I remember they gave us a worksheet of like the diagram of the vagina (laughs) And, oh my um, so and the uterus. And the uterus. That's what it's called. Don't forget about her. <laughs> that's what it's, that's how good the sex education was. Exactly. I couldn't remember. I, I remember, so um, the nurse, Mrs. Lunch, um, she was giving this presentation and basically it was super weird because so, like I already knew what sex was, like not to brag, but you know, because I was really cool. So like I knew what was up, but a lot of people in fifth grade, didn't know what was up. So Mrs. Lunch was describing um, how a woman becomes pregnant, but she wasn't describing like the physical act of intercourse. She was describing that the sperm fertilizes the egg. And this girl, Regina raised her hand (laughs) and she said, how does the sperm get to the egg? And the nurse, Mrs. Lunch, and the teachers all just stopped and stared at each other and looked so uncomfortable. And I just can't believe that they did not plan for that type of question and that there was no communication with, like, our parents being like, hey, we're going to have this talk at school this week. Maybe, Mm -hmm. like, have this talk at home with your kids. So, like, you guys do that part. We'll do this part. Like, clearly there is some giant disconnect in sex education and teachers and parents, like, Super weird. So that was hilarious because, like, all the people who knew how it happened were, like, totally making fun of uh, Regina. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> like, you should be allowed to ask that question. Like, yeah. You should be allowed to ask that question and get an answer. Like, it should be a safe space to ask that question. Um, yeah. Did you guys watch Bridgerton? 
Yes. Oh it, my God. Yes. It's literally like that because this girl does not know how sex works. No. Like she doesn't understand why this guy's not coming inside of her because she doesn't understand that that's how you get pregnant. Yeah. And that's like people say the scene where she like makes him come inside of her is like fucked up. But at the same time, like she doesn't no, know. I was like, no, she, that that's she did know at that point. And she was pissed because she was like, why didn't anyone ever fucking tell me? But don't you think it happened like after he did it though? Like she was doing like making him come inside. She got on top. So it would confirm like what she did yeah. hope to be true. Yes. Yes. She was confirming her own suspicions. Yes. yes. You're right. So anyway, it's super like fucked up. And I want to come back to like the ignorance part of it. When we talk about high school but as far as fifth grade, like that's when our we got introduced to it as far as in our education. I just remember it was mainly about periods. Didn't really talk much about the sperm and the egg. I mean, that's kind of as deep as they went with it. I personally didn't know what sex was at that point. Um, my twin did, but I didn't and he wouldn't tell me. Um, <laughs> and how do you know he really knew? <laughs> True. I, but how does Sorry, the sperm get to the yeah, egg? Okay. The guy pees in the vagina to get it there. That's what I <laughs> Um, saucy. <laughs> well, I just want to say, though, I do like what you guys just said, how it like it should have been like a safe place. It was such like a I don't even know how to describe it. Like they it were walking on eggshells. Yes, exactly. It was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was literally so eggshells. Embarrassed to ask questions when it should have been like more like fun and lighthearted. But um, we never even learned about like periods in school. I don't think. Really? We might have like in actual science class like had a brief section on like solely the like inside anatomy. Mm-hmm. of it but like I don't think we ever because I remember I already knew about periods because of my sisters and mm-hmm. whatever um but like my doctor told me like even she was fucking weird about it she was like it's like you're getting a little bit older and so you'll be noticing changes and I as we know I already had armpit hair and fucking <laughs> pubes when I was like seven But she was like, it's normal if when you pee, like a little bit of blood comes out. Luckily, I knew that it was coming out of my vagina and not my urethra. But like, why would you describe it as it's normal to pee blood? Yeah. Like, (laughs) no, it's not normal for a little bit of blood to come out when you pee. Like, (laughs) and then it's like, no, it doesn't just come out when you pee. It comes out like she's kind of on her own schedule. (laughs) (laughs) like my mom never I don't think she ever talked to me about periods oh she just got me the book that I know you yes so uh, the care and keeping of you I'm sure I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you know what the fuck it is it's the book from yes and that was just like such a cop-out for parents to like not have to talk to you about it but like I for I know I still had questions because your body is not a cartoon a like <laughs> that cartoon vagina like doesn't really look yeah. like a real vagina you don't just sit and, down and there it is and while we're on the the period topic so i knew what a hymen was but i also was like 
aware that most girls hymen broke well before they ever had sex or anything like just on its own not mine not mine and i thought i was built like a barbie doll or something like fucked up i couldn't wear tampons i any type of like fun sexy thing (laughs) would like be (laughs) painful like it didn't break the first time I had sex. It hurt so bad. And I didn't know that that was like anything that was remotely normal. I thought there was something seriously, seriously wrong with me, but I couldn't, I couldn't be like, mom, um, a boy tried to stick his finger in my vagina and it hurt. And also I can't make a tampon go in. <laughs> and then I also I was like embarrassed because I felt like I was just doing it wrong. Turns out I'm just built different. (laughs) Well, okay. What I thought of is like back to Bridgerton, like how we at least have like Google to like kind of stuff. But like girls back then are like, yeah. How the fuck were you gonna find out if no one told you? You are so clueless because I like I had a hard time watching it because I was like, how do you just not know? But it's but it's like how do you know? Because there's so many. Yeah. Literally, in my hand, I can just Google anything I want. Yes. When I was, uh, I was probably like eight or nine, maybe. And I was just curious about, you know, what a, a naked man looks like in a sexy way, mind mm-hmm. you. But then I was like, well, I don't want to look at like a grown ass man naked. Like I have a crush on guys my age. <laughs> so what do I Google search? <laughs> naked 12 year old boys. <laughs> And it was like totally not, it was totally just a deterrent for like actual pedophiles, the thing that popped up. Mm-hmm. But like I click this result and a like warning thing pops up and it's like, so, so like the police are alerted, like, <laughs> like for whatever of a minor. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, but I'm a minor. <laughs> I just wanted to see a boy penis, <laughs> which is normal because I'm a girl child. Uh, that is so funny my neighbors were three years older than me and their mom got them this book that like showed like an adult man an adult woman naked and like showed their body and they were specifically told to not show me this book but my one neighbor emily (laughs) she was like the bad one and she like took me into the dark closet like shut the door like locked her bedroom and just showed me this book and was just like showing me the man's naked body and all I remember it was just so hairy and I was like I was probably like eight years old oh my god (laughs) and then I think I told my mom or I told her sister and then she got in trouble (laughs) (laughs) um and then okay I don't sixth grade was like sixth grade is when we started getting our chastity talks I do remember that that was whatever organization came it might have been pregnancy centers what would you even call the things they did to make us think that sex with the exercises that we did? Um, they were kind of um, gut wrenching. Um, some of them uh, inaccurate as well. Um, it was basically saying, how do I want to put this? Like they were assuming that if we were to have sex before marriage, then we'd have sex like with 80 different people and put your tape on Okay, I'm sorry. I'm yes. not explaining this. Well. Let's describe the tape exercise. You know what I mean? Like yes. the tape exercise. So you put it on your arm or whatever, and you rip it off, and then you put it on somebody else's arm. 
Which symbolizes you having sex with them. Yes. And then it basically collects all of your dead skin cells. And <laughs> but you're getting like, no, it's true though, because that it was g- fucking gross. And oh, then I it, see what you're saying. It was Never also mind. to demonstrate that you are bonding less and less with each person because by that, by the time you get all the way down the line, the tape isn't sticky anymore. Yeah. So then they like shamed you and you were like, if you have sex or marriage, your bond with your partner for life isn't going to be as strong. And like, that's so sad and like shameful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it was nothing about um, condoms. There was no uh, banana. No, there was no banana demonstration. <laughs> like they never Why showed us anything. Again. I felt like a saucy bad bitch. Um, when the chastity talk people came, we didn't get it until seventh grade though. Mm-hmm. Um, they, if you answered questions, you got candy and everybody was like, so awkward. Mm-hmm. like, cause we can't talk about sex. I raised my hand in that bitch so many times. And I was like, yeah, I'm a sexy bitch. I like <laughs> know what celibacy is. <laughs> spitting in the cup. Yes. Spitting in the cup. That was, that was supposed to demonstrate STDs. Uh, that yeah, was I that think so. like you spit in the cup? So like everything that would have been a good time for the banana to come into yeah. play. <laughs> like everything you got from that person's spit, you're gonna carry yes. that with you to the next person's body. Yes, like if it. that person gave you a cold, you give this person a cold. Yeah, or they give that person a cold or whatever. But I think like basically like the gist of our chastity talks in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade were just all they only preached chastity and celibacy like you guys said there was no banana there was no alternative there was no mention of like if you're going to have sex it's important to use protection mm-hmm. it was just it was literally the mean girls quote it like if sex you will get pregnant you, you will get chlamydia and die right. yes that's <laughs> also let's keep in mind i mean they didn't tell, i don't think they told us about stds at all they mentioned them but it literally was like as a it was not informative of anything of what they are or how they work. It was just that if you are having sex with someone, you can get a disease. <laughs> I definitely think they talked to us about them because I remember, I remember cause they were called STDs and then like the next year they got changed to STIs. But I like for the longest time, because of that education, I thought like most STDs, you couldn't get rid of easily. Yes. <laughs> I literally thought true. you will get chlamydia and die. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, and then in seventh grade in the chastity talk had these pictures of women and like how they were dressed. And this one was literally wearing jeans and like a tight cami. Okay. She had like no cleavage and they showed us like women with a couple different outfits and they basically asked us to use words to describe them like derogatory words. And they were like, well, if you dress like this, people are going to look at you as basically like a hoe. I think that we did like exercises with magazines. Like we would cut out oh, pictures yeah. of magazines and make like boards of like appropriate and like not appropriate and have to explain why. I think we did that too. I'm not kidding. I remember something like that. Like we went and like taped them on the whiteboard. Like show pictures of men. It was just, yeah. we, got, we got to do men. I don't think we did. Or I we cut out pictures not. of men. I think it was just women because. I men. know that we didn't. Because I remember being like, oh, they didn't show, like, an inappropriate picture of a guy. Yeah. So it's just, like, that slut-shaming. And, like, also, you're kind of learning to judge people. 
Yes, one hundred percent. Because then, like, was instilled to me. Like, I was more judgmental than I would have liked yes. to have be. Because you don't know me any too. better. Also, I just want to say, like, told about the science behind the sperm and egg coming together in fifth grade, and then jumping to don't have sex or you're, you'll die. You I know, mean, like, but then it was like well, what is sex? And then you're being all judgy about it. And yeah, it just makes it what it actually is like a natural human thing. And yes. Why? Like, I would always be like, okay, obviously our teachers have sex because they have kids. So yeah, it's okay if like you're married, but I don't want to take it for a test drive. And you're going to tell me priests don't masturbate. Right. Uh, how? Um, how the um, fuck? I think, okay, I have two things to say. One, Allison, I had never thought of it like that, that there was a huge disconnect between here's your period and the reproductive system. Okay, don't do anything sexual. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, wait, what do you mean? Don't do, wait, they don't were just do like, what? Uh, clearly they weren't telling we our don't parents do to what? talk. <laughs> clearly they were not telling our parents to talk to us about it. At least mine never did. But then the second thing I was going to say is the movie Yes God Yes on Netflix, which is if you haven't seen it, have you watched it? No. Oh my gosh. Have it's you watched so it? funny. Yeah. It is literally so they go on their own version of Kairos that's like boys and girls, but it basically it demonstrates the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church in their sex education because I don't want to You send me to church camp. It's getting fucking sexy. <laughs> well basically it just showed that like even the adults who preach this like celibacy and whatever are indulging in it yeah. in it too. And they're shaming and they shame uh, it's for like indulging in natural behaviors. And they're like, there's no alternative. It's like you either don't have sex or you're a sinner and like you're going against the church. Um, and have gay sex. <laughs> literally just going to like ignite right. into flames, yeah. like right where you stand, <laughs> you will be struck by the hand of God. <laughs> gay sex is so bad um (laughs) straight sex is so bad (laughs) i second that Um, but it also created like a weird stigma i feel like 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 being kids learning this shit together because it's also during the time in your life where you're starting to want to do these things Mm -hmm. and so you are like on one hand being pressured to do that but on the other hand being judged for it and so it's a real catch-22 um (laughs) damned if you do damned if you don't and who do i want to damn me my friends or the lord my crush who wants to make out in the janitor's closet or god i'm a little bit more concerned with my crush (laughs) how are you even able to make out in the janitor's closet during school um one time i meant to bring this up last episode my seventh grade teacher totally caught me like we weren't like making out we were like kissing goodbye or whatever but all the teachers knew who I was dating all the time for (laughs) some reason Um, we walked out of her classroom saw us kiss and just walked away like she didn't do anything and we were like okay let's go leave school now and that was all oh my gosh I hung out with like my a lot of my friends went to public school so they weren't like being instilled with this uh, like judgmental teachings. And so they would like talk about boys and like the stuff they did. And 
and like I still loved them but then I was like worried they were gonna go to hell yeah and I was like I'm not judging you but I'm like oh my god like I'm so worried about these people like (laughs) oh my god I also can I just say yeah if you make things sound taboo I don't want to do it and I think that goes for parenting styles as well If you don't like educate them on those things, like even like if you just tell kids in high school, drinking is so bad. Oh, my God. And then they get to college and they're like, fuck, yeah, bro. My parents had taught me about like sex or if anyone in my life had taught me about sex the way that my family taught me about alcohol. My life would have been a whole lot different. (laughs) Because they like, with drinking, it was like, you're not allowed to drink, but if you are going to drink, you have to be responsible. Times that I got in trouble, like, were never because I was drinking. It was because someone throw up all over my house or whatever. Like, (laughs) oh, so I will mention the only way that, like, genitalia was referred to in grade school for me. Like, I remember it was in the fifth grade. And for some reason, I don't know if something like happened to a student or there was a, it was like, we were having a conversation about who to talk to if we're like being abused or molested. But the way that it was phrased was like, anyone touching you where your bathing suit would normally cover. Yes. And I was like, okay, Uh, like why, like not even private parts. And then, like, I, well, when we got the scoliosis, like, check, everybody was, like, didn't want to take their shirt off in front of the nurse. And so they didn't say that we were allowed to wear, like, a sports bra or a bra or whatever. We were allowed to wear a swimsuit top beneath our uniform. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? That makes no sense. Um, which was fine because I made it sexy. I got to have a little bikini string coming out of my... Uh, polo all day and i'm sure that was the <laughs> hot talk the hot goss of the school <laughs> oh my gosh ali do you remember when girls would wear colored tank tops beneath their white shirts when we wore skirts and they'd pull them yes oh my like god yes yes we started we had to like our undershirts had to be white because we were like doing that shit <laughs> they were supposed to be but yeah girls some girls got away with it please hold pepper is barking <clears throat> Fork, fork. <laughs> I hope that the mic didn't pick up her at all, and it's just gonna be you. <laughs> as strict as Smoy was about sex, anything having to do with anything like that, um, some guy in our grade in eighth grade drew a little penis with cum coming out of it on the stairwell in short that Smoy sucks. It was such a scandal. Everyone it was, was such talking. a scandal because, I mean, we were terrified to do anything like that. I thought you were knew. We were terrified of penises. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I don't fucking know. I mean, maybe. I was. <laughs> and their punishment was they got to have um, with Mr. Coffee. Got to have lunch with Mr. Coffee, who was kind of like the cool teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, a little bro talk. Like, okay. Was the cool teacher because he taught us about, um, what is it with, what's the, what's the science where you're. Chemistry, you're on, the elements. 
the element. Well, no, what is it? The I, don't know, table. I don't know what this means. When you're like, adding she's stuff just like patting. Formulas. It looks like she's miming algebra, a, like like she's stuck algebra? in a box right now. Like like water is dihydrogen monoxide. Ke- chemistry yes. science chemistry. class. Chemistry. Girl, I had said chemistry. chemistry. Okay, I, know, but I didn't thing. think that was it because I'm dumb. Okay. So he <laughs> remember he used sex basically to explain chemistry to us. Yes, he, he was said like, that. And oxygen. then we all thought it was hilarious. Yeah. That's smart. He said that right. oxygen was a slut because it would try to bond with yes. all these different elements. And I'm going as oxygen for Halloween every day of the year. And Jennifer, I guess, was really offended by this demonstration. And she told all of us that she was going to go home and tell her mom. And her mom was going to call the school and, like, get Mr. Coffee in trouble. I forgot about that. Um, What a snitch. I know. What the fuck? To touch on our, like, chastity class in high school. Um, with RP and he's like a famous person so I can say his name um, go so far he's like um what like an endless celebrity probably famous <laughs> among the high schools in the area I you're saying endless no no the letter endless so anyway I once again we got candy and shit for answering questions I I had a great time in chastity class I can't lie and it fucking worked too it was really fun I after I lost my virginity, I panicked that I was going to hell and that, and I didn't really even believe in God at that point. But then I was like, what if it is all true? And I just, now I'm damned to hell for all eternity over this boy who doesn't even text me back. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I'm so upset. I thought that RP was like the coolest guy ever. I love showing up and just joshing around with him and learning about pants on i guess okay we have but they also what no no go on um like i remember they pulled up pictures of like victoria's secret models but then for some reason they also included what they like how many calories they're allowed to have in a day oh my god i forgot about and they were like that's like one chipotle burrito like blah 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 and like why was that part of it like i guess to touch on unrealistic beauty standards but like on what that has to do with my sex life because the two did not co-relate one flourished (laughs) (laughs) it was my sex life (laughs) i feel like we have so much to talk about with rp coming um i was really fucked up i can't remember if it was anonymous but do you remember we filled out like a form that said whether or not we had sex and turned it into him but i i think we put our names on it I don't think they were anonymous because I remember uh, this one girl, we'll call her, okay, well, she uh, had had sex and I saw her paper and she lied and put no. And I was like, oh. but, um, <laughs> but I don't think, I think we put our names on I, I can't remember. I remember doing that. And I know that I lied, which leads me to believe that our names were on. I mean, I hadn't had sex, but. Yeah, I think our names were on it fucked up it's none of their business it's none of their business maybe i think that was like their way of avoiding about like protection or like actual sex ed like because they know that everybody's gonna like say no probably and then everybody says no because our fucking names are on this piece of paper oh oh that's a good yeah so if everybody said no they could just be like well they're not doing it anyway so like yeah we don't have to teach them 
I also don't think like I don't even think Catholic schools care about teaching you about safe sex. No, no. not at all. And but also, do they think literally like realistic on the hypothetical that we all are remaining abstinent and so therefore the person that we marry like we really will just be having sex to have kids and then we're gonna have 15 children Mm -hmm. exactly it's unrealistic so thinking about when we decided to do this topic i our high school was so much about empowering women like using our voice Mm -hmm. you know like our values empowering however by not empowering us and like equipping us with the knowledge about how to have safe sex how to have sex they're basically putting us out into the real world like looking like a fucking idiot because we're ignorant on sex and how to have safe sex and they're setting us up for failure almost because like i'm sure like a lot of people do you know like don't know how to have safe sex and whatever but they're not empowering us they're actually really thinking us in that regard and it's and I just like realized that like they're not empowering us at all and like you can still like obviously it's their right we chose to go to a catholic school or your parents had you yeah and catholics can believe that and that's fine like they say you know don't have premarital sex that's their belief however I think but they also preach you should love everyone and everyone sins and I think there's a way that you can teach chastity and celibacy but you can also say everyone's a sinner if you do make this mistake things happen we will love you anyway here's yes. how to do it safely but just know if you do do this it is against the church values yes but we still love you like that would be a much better way to empower someone yes but like, i love that emma thank you and like they could have even made it like as like this is an exercise in your free will and the reason that like we have free will like you uh are not supposed to choose to do this, but you can. And so if you do X, Y, Z, like mm-hmm. it's you're not empowering women. Like you are leaving them ignorant in the world and you're just putting us further behind. It's just like Bridgerton in the yes, world exactly. where sexual assault on women is rampant. Yes. And you, then you feel ashamed if you get sexually assaulted because you know yes. it's it's a sin and you're gonna go to hell and you dress too promiscuous and that it's, it's your fault and you're dirty and uh, un- unlovable. One time, a person he wasn't even from a Catholic school, a boy from Sycamore, said that no one would want to marry a girl who'd slept with more than five guys. And at that point, I think I'd slept with four guys, and I was like. And he probably slept with zero. Um, I was totally going <laughs> to fuck him too. But then I was like, no, you're a dick. <laughs> no, you're my number five, dude. Um, uh, but like, why is it okay for like men to have sex? It's natural for them. You know? Right. It's their natural. Boys urge, will women, be boys. Women have to repress it. Yeah, I just, that part is just so messed up. And I think that could even be implemented in grade schools. Like saying like, you know, like we don't condone this behavior, but like, we recognize it happens. Like you said, you have your free will. Like, here's what you should do so you stay safe if you do do this, but it's not in line with our church values. Like, which is fair. Like, you're like, I don't agree with that part mm-hmm. of the religion, but it's what they believe. Um, and I think they just put so much shame around it. But anyway, with um, RP, I remember, um, do we have Dumper? So RP spoke to us. I think we, I just remember like the first day RP. And RP used to have sex and then he 
changed oh my god and was it yeah you changed your mind yeah so (laughs) sure no you didn't (laughs) he was like I mean, don't get me wrong. I love making out with my girlfriend. And Mrs. Thumper's face was horrified. She was just like, <gasps> like so grossed out by that. And I'm like, he's trying to be relatable. Like, shut the fuck up, Mrs. Thumper. Did you like whatever? Um, like, that you know, is so sad, though. That like that's the most like relatable like way that someone tried to like. You only went so far as making out, like, mm-hmm. and then it's like, what? What's <sighs> Uh, all dressed up with no place to go. Emma, do you still have that PSI In a school for, like, in a school where it's like, nope, nobody's having sex and nobody talks about it. We had this, before we had, like, a school dance or whatever, of, and what would you even call it? Rules? About how you could yeah, behave, cool. like, how physical you engagement with your date. Um, what did PSI stand for? I just know in college, like when they had condom bingo and shit, I was always what? like super shocked. Oh, did you guys not have condom bingo? No, I went to a Catholic school. Oh shit, girl. <laughs> you weren't even allowed, like you weren't. Oh, could you not have a boy in your room? Technically, the no. door shut. You couldn't have a like a boy spend the night. And then, like, people would use, like, the boys' bathroom if they were on their floor and they would get in trouble. Yeah, Tiffin was ratchet. They didn't give a fuck. But, um, yeah, condom bingo. I was always like, oh, my gosh, like, that's so inappropriate. Why would they have that? And then all my friends and teammates would be like, we're going. Why aren't you going? And I was like, (laughs) I guess we'll go. We're just talking about condoms now. (laughs) What? Safe sex? You guys are doing it? (laughs) Oh, um, so I found the scale. So it's the postponing sexual involvement scale. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So um, we will post this on our Instagram, but the scale is from one to eight. And the first side is physical signs of affection. One is smile. Two is holding hands. Three is hug. Four is light kiss. And then sexual activity side of things is number five is deep kissing six is exploring above the waist seven is exploring below the waist and eight is sex and then it says column one activities are not sexual unless that intent is present column two activities are sexually oriented 4.5 between a light kiss and a deep kiss is reasonable reasonable behavior for for a school sponsored public event it is important to set a stopping point before involvement begins and to communicate that limit to your partner so like when they gave us this postponing sexual involvement scale did they expect us to like show it to our date and be like okay listen we cannot go past a 4.5 tonight you know i'm really only comfortable with like a one and two um yes it made for a lot of good jokes at dinner (laughs) also how does it pictures i was like hands off my hips (laughs) That's ex- you're exploring below the waist. We're not even at the dance yet. <laughs> I know. How does it go from exploring below the waist sex? Boom. Yeah. Right there. Um, no foreplay. Going in bone dry. Because they don't teach us about sex, let alone foreplay. Exactly. Exactly. No shit. <laughs> it's just going to slip it in on the dance floor. Just leaving us with our dick in our hands. <laughs> 
out in the real world. It's fine. It's fine. Ursuline, I'll jerk myself off. <laughs> when can we talk about Kristen? Oh, you um, can throw her in. Whenever you want. Oh, okay. Well, this story actually pertains to the menstrual cycle. So um, kind of just okay. jumping in here. Um, Kristen, Christian ethics teacher, a pathological liar. Uh, do you guys remember when she would go, true story? Oh, my God, yes. And then you and she knew. would hold her hand like that, too, like she was swearing in under oath or something. Yes, and you just, that's when you knew that it was definitely a lie. Um, so we, we were talking about sex and periods and she said something like when your body is getting ready for its menstrual cycle, you might soil your panties. (laughs) And and I, I don't remember what she said after that because I think I was so like, (laughs) is she... I was, I think she's talking about like discharge. Like discharge, yeah. But she was just your your pants. pants. I know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, pathological liar. However, one good thing I would say about her is one time we were talking about sexual orientation as it um, is represented in the catechism. And she said that the catechism basically says that. It's okay to be gay, but you can't act on it. And she, I thought she was kind of supporting it. But then as she went on, she was like, hopefully one day we'll live in a society yes. where oh my gosh, orientation it. is not a question. You don't have to ask anybody. It just, we're just all people. And I just, I really fucked with that. And I was like, yes. Clearly I slept through her class because I don't remember <laughs> that at all. I have zero stories about her. <laughs> um, she was insane. We had her for Lit for the Spirit, which was a four mod class. And it was Herring and Kristoff together. I and got rejected. The whole thing was just Herring, like, tr- trying to be respectful, too. Like, she was, like, it was clear who was the teacher in charge and who, like, got to say her piece and tell her wild fucking stories. Yes. <laughs> I th- I think that Mrs. Herring would get a hoot and a half out of this podcast. <laughs> I love Miss. One time she called me on my cell phone. That's hilarious. She used to, tell <laughs> to ask me, me about a paper or something. Um, if you will, <laughs> told us a story about getting trapped backstage in some theater, and this she had to fend off this man with just a pair of craft scissors. True <laughs> story. Like the things that she said, it wasn't just like. If I were a teacher, I'm like, I would totally like fucking make up stories about my life. Why not? But like, not like making my students think that I'm a fucking hero. She also told the true story of um, when she was walking on the street and some creepy man was following her. So she crossed the street like eight different times and he was clearly following her. And so she turned around and I guess he pulled out a knife. And she let out a huge scream and he ran away. True story. We're <laughs> <laughs> following you and you started to zigzag. Why would they also zigzag? It yeah. just wouldn't they obvious. like follow you from a di- like be behind a bush or whatever? Yeah. Run away from an alligator, not an attacker. <laughs> <laughs> 
said she mixed up her self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> the subject, but I want to talk about this. Okay, so because it, I was so uncomfortable. I think the first time we really learned about it, well, at least for me, it was high school, was learning about the different types of love and then Eros love. And then, gosh, I don't even remember. to have Eros love with God. And Eros is where the word erotic comes from. Like you're supposed to have sexual love with God. And I thought that was super weird and uncomfortable. And I think either I or someone asked that and they were like, no, like it's not weird because it's God. But I'm like, you're also saying that God is like our father. Um, I remember this. It was in, a, I, I feel like a sophomore year religion class called scripture. It's <laughs> um, like, I do not agree with that. I'm supposed to have Eros love. Is this God. like the whole reason sister Lucy became okay. sister became a nun? <laughs> <laughs> understands like the knows to have all types of love with God because God's supposed to be a part of everything but like I what so is that why you have to get married in the Catholic Church because then otherwise you're still having sex out of wedlock because God is part of your union when you're married in the Catholic Church yes, you're married in the eyes of God to, to God <laughs> Yeah, Sister Lizzie. Oh, <laughs> well, if God's ready to have a threesome, Sister Lizzie wears a red. I just find, like, I respect it, but it, I find it personally, I don't connect with that. I don't. I think it's strange. I'm meant to believe that we spend our whole lives, like, sucking God's dick for, like, what in return? <laughs> Free will. He's going to finger you with the Will he injury. go down on me when I get to heaven? <laughs> yes or no? Does God <laughs> go down? <laughs> and then they also say, like, when this isn't like the Catholic Church, but like when you get to heaven, you get 72 virgins or whatever. What? Yes. Like, that is radical. No, no, it say, wait, is it from That's the Bible? No, that is radical. Um, oh. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what like terrorists believe. No, I believe that because I'll see the like, 72 stuff. virgins. That's fucked. not 71, 72. If you're going to hell still. And they all got tight pussies. Ew. I hate that word. You can edit that out. Uh, no, I think it's really funny. <laughs> I think it's funny too. <laughs> um, you know what's fucked up that I will never do that I want to do so bad, but like the inner, like, Catholic raised child in me like won't let me is wear a rosary as a necklace. Oh, I have so many beautiful rosaries, and I what am I supposed to carry them in my hand? Right, they're so pretty, but like it's I yeah, and they're made like a necklace. They should have made them like one strand if they didn't want people to wear them. Exactly, it's like what is it like the word desecrate? Like you're desecrating like. It's sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. Yeah. Yeah. This, oh my God, this girl transferred to um, my grade school and she was in my older sister's class. And I think they were in like seventh grade. So sometimes the upperclassmen would come down and like do shit with the lower, Mm -hmm. like you'd have a buddy or whatever. Oh yeah, we did that And so this girl comes in and she was not Catholic. And we had a bowl of those like, plastic like pocket rosaries mm-hmm. and they, they obviously they looked like necklaces um on as a necklace and no one was like paying attention to her doing it 
until she snapped it and broke it. Oh. And we were like, Tori, that's sacrilegious. You can't do that. Oh my gosh, that poor girl. Did she cry? No, okay. nobody got like mad at her for it. It was like obviously an honest mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But we were like, that's really bad. <laughs> Every time I like clean my room or go through my jewelry and find my rosaries, I'm like, Should and like holding it? it up to my head, like I'm gonna put it on <laughs> and I can't fucking do it. <laughs> Did you guys, this is, I guess, this is personal, so if you don't want to answer it, but, like, did you guys go to conf- confession in high school when they offered it? Um, I did, like, I did. maybe twice. Like, and I only would go to Father Jack, though. I, I don't think I ever got Father Jack. I don't know, but, like, in grade school, even though I never said anything bad, I just said, like, oh, I talked back to my parents. I just felt like they always shamed you a lot. One of my priests, did I... I don't think that I brought this kid who admitted that he had like started drama and like was like talking his backs or something. And he was like, why fight? Why fight? Like we're all sitting in the pews respective difference from ourselves doing our like, um, what do you call it? Contrition. Your your act of contrition. Yes. Um, Priest pop off on this student because he did what we were supposed to do. Like, I didn't tell the whole truth in confession. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably should have confessed for masturbating all the fucking time. <laughs> but I didn't. That would be uncomfortable because that we don't talk so about that. I just- all judged people, like, if they were sitting down with the priest for, like, a really long time. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. They have 200 sins. They probably <laughs> yeah, did somebody. Or I'd be like, I wonder, like, what what are they confessing? Like, well, one time in grade school, I was with I sat with the priest for a while because I started talking about my parents' divorce, and then I like started crying. So now that I'm like that, I'm older. I'm like, Jesus, people probably thought, oh my god, that you did something horrible. (laughs) But really, my parents were just going through an awful divorce, and I, I somehow came up with the priest. What I'm trying to say is growing up is weird. It really <laughs> Like, is. the opposite... If you think about, like, the opposite ends of the spectrum of, like, who was having sex, like... And, like, look at our grade and... Like, remember all the upperclassmen, like, guessing who was... Who had already had sex in our class? Yes! That was so... Yeah. Ew. And I remember I was in choir and it, she was... I get, think she was a junior at the time. Um like got brought up in conversation but she was like okay you have to tell me like who in your grade like has had sex oh my god and when I told her she was like surprised by one and then was like oh yeah I thought no one assumed that sex because I look like a child (laughs) I remember important and uh the catholic school system should be better at it necessarily even just the catholic school system that it's bad in like yeah it's bad it's everywhere but they them. No. And it's just, you're just, like I said before, like, you're just setting people up for failure. Oh, my God. A kid who went to my school the first time he had sex, he, they didn't have a condom. And so he used a Kroger bag, like a grocery bag. That sounds painful. I hope that bag didn't have any holes. Um, even so that plastic is so thin, like also if you germs. put ice, if you put ice inside of like a plastic bag like that, I feel like it, it yeah, doesn't mess- it would just poke right through it. Yeah. Also, there's <laughs> probably hella germs. Yes. Ew. Protection. That's I will true. say. <laughs> At least he knew the concept of putting something yes. on his penis. Yes. 
but the I execution left a lot to be desired. I will say as a uh, testament to how ignorant I was regarding sex, because we were never taught about it, was that I thought um, uh, it was actually called bondage. And I thought that <laughs> meant like blood came out of a dude's dick like once a month, because apparently I thought they had periods. No idea where that idea came from. <laughs> I finally figured that one out, but luckily I did. <laughs> well, how would you have known? <laughs> exactly. Look, the body exhibit at the museum did wonders for me. <laughs> and I spend the whole time like trying not to be staring at the dicks. <laughs> Bump right into the display titled The Cavernous Body of the Penis. <laughs> uh, learned a lot. Just walk and right into I it. I remember being what? like, oh my God, that's how it works. <laughs> okay. The same thing as the testicles. <laughs> I got into an argument with a boy. Like, he said something about, I thought that I had been mishearing the phrase balls my whole life, and it was just ball, and that was just a term for a dick. So it uh, says that he, like, got hit in the balls, and I was like, ball? And he was like, two. And then I was like, wait a minute, two? There's either one or there's three. There's two? Like, you just met Ball, and oh my god. So anyway, luckily that was shortly thereafter I did come upon the body exhibit. But so, I picture you being, like, your confident argumentative I was self. being super aggressive, and then I totally backed off because I was like, I don't have enough information to support my argument here, and you are a man. I stand corrected. You're the one with the ball, <laughs> plural, actually. <laughs> B-A-W-L-S. Balls. Dollar Ever got horny? I just really thought that I had to pee. <laughs> like. Yeah, that's something yeah. else. Like, in when you start your period and stuff, like, you start feeling those things. And they never taught us about that. No. Start digging our hands because vaginas are important. Oh, and that's on period, bitch. That's on. That's on what? The blood of Christ. Period, that's bitch. On, oh, that's on the period blood of Christ. Um. <laughs> also, I wish that, like, I talk about my period in front of guys, but like, super stigmatized thing. Like yeah. sometimes I've had times where I've gotten a little blood on my hand and been like, "Look at this beautiful shade of red." <laughs> My womanhood, <laughs> she's gorgeous. <laughs> Miss Scarlet with the ovaries in the bathroom. Do you remember the embarrassment you had when you had to change your pad or tampon in grade school? But then when we got to Ursuline, it was a lot better because like, well, no, I was even still kind of awkward about it. I think until like junior school. Um, I remember. Even though we went to an all girls school. Sorry. I never cared. Like if people knew. Because I was like, yeah, I'm her. Like, it was like a, who we've discussed before came, she had already gotten her period and then was like, oh, none of you guys have started yet. Like, I started like last spring mm -hmm. or whatever. And be certain that I like willed my body to get my period. <laughs> like, why is there such shame around having your period? Like, it shouldn't be like, we shouldn't. And I remember I like had to tell my mom and like to be. Sorry to, it could have been like really awkward, but I was like walked into her craft room and I was like, Hey, 
Um, I just like started, she was like, okay, do you have any questions? And I was like, I don't think so. And I think I asked her if I should use pads or tampons and she told me but I could do whatever was comfortable. And I was like, okay. I didn't use a tampon until college. They scared me. <laughs> I didn't use it. I carried them in my backpack in case someone asked me. So I looked like a normal girl with a real vagina and not a Barbie doll that I thought that I was and didn't have an actual vaginal canal. <laughs> um, I was nervous about bleeding through because um, we had a field trip that day. And all day I was like freaking out that I would bleed through. And yeah, I was like super anxious all day. And then couple, yeah. Somebody else out here on their period. Gonna seep through those thick woolen kilts. (laughs) Those (laughs) things were were like basically a built-in pad. (laughs) Dude, how often did you guys wash your kilts? Never. My mom (laughs) weeks um i used to think she never washed it so i told people my mom like i didn't wash my kill i don't know why um my mom would try to sometimes but but she would be like i'm doing laundry if you want me to like wash any of your uniform stuff and then i would just give her shirts i mean what was the point of washing it i actually i did not i got home once a week I thought that it was comfortable and the pocket was practical. And so I wore it all the time. I loved having a uniform. I like, I feel, I mean, I've always felt like you can wear whatever you want to the doctor, but my parents would be like, and you're going to wear that. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I don't have a uniform. It was perfect. I could wear it to the doctor. Still look nice. I could wear it to court. Still look nice. You are so right. It was so convenient to just wear your uniform everywhere. But I was going to say about getting your period in grade school, I feel like not all the time, but a lot of time the teachers would be like dicks about you asking to go to the bathroom. So then you would have to be like, actually, you need to let me go because I'm on my period. And it's like, it's none of your business. Why is the bathroom such a big deal? Um, yeah, like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Okay, no, now I will mention the kid who pooped in the sink. Uh, because that that makes bathroom passes start to make a fuckload of sense. That would at least narrow down the suspects, wouldn't you think? So uh, what if someone walked into the bathroom? Like, our sinks were not super high, but you would have to hike yourself up to get into the sink. Yeah. Unless you like pooped in your hand. So and put it in the sink. I never thought of it that way. No, we have no idea. You don't know who and it happened. It happened twice at the original location when my sisters were still there. Um, when we I think I was in like second grade, maybe. And we just got an announcement that was like, whoever's boys' bathroom. <laughs> it's not funny. And if you have any information about who has done this, please uh, come to the office or whatever. And then it happened again when we moved to the Olsh campus. What are the odds it was the teacher who had a weird <gasps> Cut the... <laughs> oh. What if it was like a janitor? Yeah, because, uh, who, because what if someone walked into the bathroom while you were pooping in the sink? But who can lock the bathroom door when no questions asked? The janitor. The janitor. The janitor. Mystery solved. Wow. Just kidding. I had a crush. My 
grade school janitor was my first um, like old man crush. Like he was probably mid to late forties. He uh, smelled like cigarettes. He had gray hair and these piercing blue eyes and just this ad, this manly manner. Like he threw up. Don't sweat it. We <laughs> <laughs> got the sawdust. Ooh. One's sister who is becoming Catholic for her. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever do that. TBH? I don't know. Um, It depends on if, because she's actually doing it because of his parents. And Mm. I think that they are paying for their wedding. Mm. Oh, yeah. So in that case, I would do it just to have a really sick wedding. Plus, I would like to make it a show. You would be coming to mass, hunty. (laughs) I am going to take you bitches to church and with your spirit. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I remember PD, folks. <laughs> you die. Or pregnant. You don't die though. An abortion. And uh, if you do, the doctor will shame you for your glasses being dirty. Oh. <laughs> but she'll so support weird. your decision. <laughs> she'll hold my hand. Like chlamydia, you can take. It's okay. <laughs> and HPV. And they will laugh at you if you cry. <laughs> All right, y'all. You already know what it is. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag you know free. Are-